Welcome to Sharing the Victory, the weekly national radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Coming up on the show, we'll hear from all-star pitcher Jake Peavy of the San Diego Padres, Kansas City Royal slugger Mike Sweeney, and All-American Tracy Stalls on helping the University of Nebraska win the Volleyball National Championship. I felt like God was lifting me up, and I was just so full of joy. And now here's the host of Sharing the Victory, Ron Brown. My champion of faith today on Sharing the Victory is the great pitcher from the San Diego Padres, Jake Peavy. Jake, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thanks a lot. Good. Hey, hey, Jake, you know, my mother-in-law lives out there in San Diego, and she loves the Padres. And she has been talking to me about you for the longest time, says she loves your testimony, your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know you're on the front end of a potential championship, uh, started in the All-Star game, but do you still know this is all about Jesus? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's no doubt that, uh, you know, that I think that we've all been given a, a great platform here. And, uh, you know, this is just what I'm called to do. And, you know, certainly, uh, you know, feel very blessed and grateful to be able to do what I do. But know where that talent comes from, that's for sure. Jake, when did you realize where that talent came from? When, when did it first hit you that Jesus Christ went to the cross for every one of your sins, rose from the dead, and promising you brand new life? Well, you know, I, 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 got, uh, I got very fortunate to grow up in a Christian home. It really just creates a solid foundation. Became saved at, at such an early age, but have certainly known from a young age, you know, where my talents have came from and, and have tried to, uh, you know, the best apply them. Well, you know, Jake, you, you mentioned an interesting thing. You talk about being saved as a young child and then growing up in the church and, and being around a, a Christian home. But there seems to be a breaking point for every Christian, uh, a paradigm shift of some sort, that even our Christian faith isn't about us. There are still many of us that are living the Christian faith where it's a me-centered faith. How do you stay on track? What is it that breaks you down every day that reminds you that, you know what, this is not the fulfillment. I think first and foremost, the people that surround you really play a major role in that. I got such a good girl at home that they didn't let me be prideful uh, for very long anyway. You know, we all can at times, uh, you know, get to thinking that it's about us and, and, and about, you know, uh, that's just our human nature in the flesh. I think when, when you realize that all your talent, you know, and everything that, that we have is, is God-given, it keeps you humble right there because you know as easy as he gave it, he could certainly take it away. And, and uh, you use your talents to the best of your ability, and, and I certainly try to play the game of baseball hard in, in the right way and, and want to be a good example for the millions of people to get to watch me play. But, you know, I, I'm not afraid to say that I'm a Christian in or out of the, the baseball realm of things. I'm not afraid to say that to anybody anytime. We're talking with Jake Peavy, the outstanding all-star pitcher for the San Diego Padres. Uh, Jake, uh, you, you talked about not being afraid to let people know about your faith in Jesus Christ. I mean, we, we're living in a nation today where it is becoming increasingly more unpopular for a Christian athlete to share his faith in the places like the locker room or the public square, the media, in public schools, etc. What's your take on that? I mean, how do you share your faith and how do you live it out loud? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing is just being the, the right role model and the right example that you can be. And when opportunities present themselves, you really try to take the bull by the horns and, and let it all hang out. And, and I get a chance to speak in some public schools uh, this past offseason. And it's a big deal now, and it's a big thing about being politically correct. And, and um, you know, I, I certainly understand all that stuff. But 
you know, uh, what's the worst that can happen? They can tell you to leave the school if you tell them about your faith or your Christianity or you say the word Jesus. Uh, you know, what are they going to do? Take you off the stage is the way I look at it. I'm going to be upfront and honest. And, mm. and if somebody wants me to come talk about my faith and talk about baseball and, and talk about how I've gotten here, I'm certainly going to talk about the, the good Lord giving me the gift to, to be able to do what I do and trying to honor him and be the best person and best Christian athlete I can be. And if, if you want me to come share that, I'll, I'll love to do it. If, if you don't, I certainly understand and won't push it on you. But, you know, just be the platform of being a Major League Baseball player, to be able to, to get into some areas, uh, you know, in, in different environments to speak and, and share my faith and, and tell my story a little bit. Uh, and I know that if I was a carpenter down the street, I, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Well, well, Jake, speaking of being a carpenter down the street, uh, one of the advantages that I felt that I had as a coach for a number of years and one of the privileges I had was to tell my players that, that football will eventually fail you, that at some point the, the games are going to stop, the applause is going to end, and who are you now? At some point, you're not going to be an all-star pitcher anymore. Absolutely. At some point, it's all going to stop. What is it that wrecks you inside? What is it that gives you passion? What gets you out of bed every morning? I'm talking about apart from baseball. And who are you apart from baseball? You know, like I said, uh, it all goes back to the way I was raised. I just like taking the, the what you do and how much money you make and all that. I like throwing that out of the equation. It's about, you know, the person you are inside. And that's really what it comes down to when I wake up every day. I try to make a conscious effort to, to live my life the way that I you know, firmly believe it's, it's supposed to be lived, and that's to do unto others as, as they do unto you and, and try to make a difference. You know, I think that, um, you know, being a Christian, you know, we're called to be a light of the world, you know, and it says in the Bible that we're the salt of the earth, and I certainly believe that. And, and uh, being a professional baseball player and, and having the things that we have, I would be lying to you if I told you that, that you could wake up easily and have an ego and think you may be better than, than people who don't make as much money or, or can't do the things on a field that you can do. You know, that's all part of, uh, you know, of our flesh. But uh, you try to check that every morning and stay humble, and uh, everything we do is impacting others, whether you're that carpenter down the street, you're going to come in contact with as many people as I'm going to come in contact with and and, uh, and try to make a difference in their lives for, for the better. Hmm. Well, Jake, I certainly appreciate that. I, I uh, Boy, what a great year it's been for you. And uh, we just want to pray that God will continue to use you as a great role model for the Lord Jesus Christ in the game of baseball. Hey, well, I certainly appreciate what you guys are doing, too. You know, we all make sacrifices, and, and, um, and I need the prayers, and, and I certainly appreciate it. All right. Well, God bless you, Jake. Thanks for being on with us today. Our guest today has been Jake Peavy, our champion of faith, a great pitcher with the San Diego Padres. If you have any questions or comments about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Call us toll-free at 866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031. Or you can catch us on the web at sharingthevictory.com. Just click on radio. On Deck is a star slugger for the Kansas City Royals. Hey there, this is Mike Sweeney, and you're listening to Sharing the Victory. There is a common place for student-athletes and coaches to go to strengthen their faith in Christ. At my FCA huddle. There's a place to be encouraged to face the trials and temptations of life. At my FCA huddle. There is a place to receive confidence to share the light of Christ. At my FCA huddle. FCA huddles meet on junior high, high school, and college campuses all across America. To find one near you or to learn how to start one up, call toll-free 866-STV-5031 or go to fca.org.
Hi, this is Ron Brown. If you enjoy listening to Sharing the Victory Radio, then you're going to love reading Sharing the Victory magazine. You'll find 40 pages of in-depth articles on Christian athletes and coaches. Hi, this is Jake Peavy of the San Diego Padres. Check out my cover story on Sharing the Victory magazine. To order Sharing the Victory magazine, call 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031, or go to sharingthevictory.com. And now back to the host of Sharing the Victory, columnist, broadcaster, and former college football coach, Ron Brown. Welcome to FCA Across America. And our feature speaker today is Mike Sweeney, the four-time All-Star for the Kansas City Royals. What a slugger he is. And he spoke to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes World Headquarters in Kansas City at the chapel service last month in August. Mike missed a lot of games due to injury, but he talks about having victory even through those difficult times. When I was home in San Diego, back when I was rehabbing, the Royals were playing Boston, and I was going to TiVo it because I was doing things with my family and rehabbing my knee. And um, my dad called and said, hey, Mike, isn't that great? You guys beat the Red Sox tonight. And I'm like, oh, Dad, I had that thing TiVo'd, man. So here I was, you know, I was watching the game, and I'm thinking, okay, my dad said we're going to win, but we're down 4 nothing right here. And the cool thing is, was when I was watching that game, even though I was nervous every pitch going, well, how is it going to happen? I knew there was a happy ending. I knew we were going to win. So I just want to share that with you guys, that, you know, the story has been told. And um, we're going to be winners, no matter what. And we have a good ending. Number two, that, you know, don't be afraid. It's okay to you know, go through a storm because God's going to carry us through. And uh, number three, just accept the daily invitation that Christ is challenging us with is just to come and follow him. I just want to share one quick story and then I'll conclude. Um, my little son, Michael, he was named after me. He's, he looks like me. He's just the sweetest little boy. And um, one, of the, one of the best things that I ever hear him here is when I say, Michael, who's your best friend? He says, Daddy's the best friend. <laughs> And uh, I love when he says that because I love that boy so much. And um, every night we had this little thing, you know, I'd tuck him into bed and we'd say our prayers together. And I would tell him, I love you, Michael. And he'd say, I love you, Daddy. And I'd keep telling him, I love you, Michael. And he, I love you, Daddy. I'd shut his door. I love you, Daddy. I love you, Michael. I'd be walking down the stairs. I can hear his little voice. Love you, Daddy. <laughs> and it's just, it, I, I just love that. Well, a few weeks ago, he started saying, I said, Michael, I love you, son. He says, Okay. I'm like, oh, <laughs> thanks a lot, man. And I told Michael that. I said, Michael, um, that's not okay to say okay. He says, why, Daddy? I said, well, Michael, that makes Daddy sad. And he says, well, Daddy, I said, do you want to make Daddy sad, Michael? And he says, he says Daddy, I don't want to make you sad. He says, Daddy, I want to make you happy. And I think, you know, for us, you know, I can just hear the Lord saying, I love you, Mike, you know, or insert your name there. I love you, Tom. And I think sometimes when we're focused on ourselves, we take on the response like little Michael, like, okay. But I think the Lord wants us to hear, I love you, Daddy. Or what Michael started saying after he was kind of convicted as a little three-year-old, I guess. But now, <laughs> but now it's pretty cool because ever since we had our talk, when I said, Michael, that makes Daddy sad, when I tell Michael, I love you, son, he says, Daddy, I love you more. So, um, 
That's my prayer for you guys today, is that when God, whether it be a whisper in the storm, uh, whether it be when you're reading God's word, that when you hear God say, I love you, that we would respond not only with our words, but with our actions that, Lord, I love you more. You just listened to Mike Sweeney, the Kansas City Royal Slugger at the FCA World Headquarters, where he spoke at chapel last month. There's much more still ahead. Don't turn that dial. Up next. All I wanted to do was offer it back up to God and say, no, I don't care what anyone else is saying or what they want to say. This is your victory. All-American Tracy Stalls tells us how she gave God the glory after her Nebraska team won the college volleyball championship. This is Sharing the Victory from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. What if athletic fields across the country were filled with students challenging each other to read the Word of God and come to faith in Jesus Christ? Oh, we totally rocked fields of faith. It's such an amazing experience to see so many teens there, so much more than I expected. Fields of Faith is coming October 10th to a field near you. Fields of Faith is one of the most amazing things I've ever been to. I think every school should really try it. It was awesome. Fields of Faith, October 10th. To find a field near you or to learn how to organize one, go to fieldsoffaith.com. Question, what do Sean Alexander, Albert Pujols, Tony Dungy, Kay Yao, Les Steckel, and Dwight Howard all have in common? Their testimonies are all featured in the brand new edition of FCA's Sports New Testament. The easy-to-read Bible text also includes helpful reading and study tools for those new to God's Word. Copies of FCA's Sports New Testament can be purchased for only $4.95 each at www.fcagear.com or by calling 800-386-0941. Now back to sharing the victory with Ron Brown. Our FCA Athlete of the Month is Tracy Stalls, the great volleyball player for the Nebraska Cornhuskers who won the national championship a year ago. Tracy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's great to have you on, Tracy. I had the privilege and the pleasure of watching you for the last few years in your career at the University of Nebraska. You're getting ready to go into your senior year. You are you were an All-American last year, preseason uh, All-American again. You were on a national team this summer. What's it like being a big-time volleyball star but knowing that that isn't the final glory for you. Tell us a little bit about your relationship with Christ and how you handle all of this volleyball success. Uh, that's a loaded question. The definition of success has really changed over the years for me. Mm -hmm. And I've had a relationship with Christ for five years, six years now. But it's, it's only recently, you know, these past couple years, when I've really learned what it's like to compete and to compete with that relationship in mind, that it's not a separate thing. And, uh, oh, man, the freedom that has come from that is real. And I'm really just discovering, again, like what is the definition of success and, and really coming down to the basics of, well, what can I control? I'm going to do my best at these things that are in front of me, and then I'm going to let the rest, leave the rest to God and let his will take its place. You know, Tracy, uh, as I read in Colossians chapter 3, for example, verse 17, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father through him. And then in verse 23, and whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. And you know, Tracy, as I've watched you play volleyball, uh, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that definition of success change from playing for the glory of man or yourself to playing for the glory of God. 
You know, when I watched you in the UCLA game last year in the national semifinals, you had a phenomenal game. And I know you've talked about it to a number of places around the country. But tell us what you were experiencing that night. I mean, this give America just a flesh out of what you're saying when it means to totally release for Jesus Christ. Right. And I think it's important to, again, like you said, to be able to flesh it out and really try and grab onto it because it's kind of arbitrary, you know, when you just talk about it. Well, what does it mean to give the glory to God? And it was so cool because God really used that UCLA match to show me, to show me why giving Him the glory is is the best possible thing. And really, I mean, to give a little background before that match, I mean, the past couple years, even before last the, uh, the championship season itself, you know, my first couple years in Nebraska were real hard and were, wow, just filled with a lot of um, self-growth and, um, you know, dealing with a lot of pride issues and stuff that I had and coming down to the point, you know, of the UCLA match where I was able to see, you know, how far I've, I had grown since those couple years. And, um, and, I mean, any athlete, okay, can, can recognize you know, sort of the wide-out moments, right, when you're in the zone. And that's what I was. That's where I was with UCLA, man. It was incredible. The 17,000 fans go silent. Everything's like slow motion. you got that, like, white fog haze around everything else but the court. And that's kind of what I, what I felt like. And there were even times, I mean, Holloway, Rachel Holloway, my teammate, my setter, was just putting the ball in the wheelhouse. It was sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything I touched was just like kill, kill, you know, point, whatever. And it, was, it felt so great. I maxed out so hard that I got a Charlie horse, like my very last play. Mm. Was but, that just, were you feeling God's pleasure then, Tracy? Yeah. Or what, what was that? What was so different about this was that I just remember, you know, the slow motion as I was jumping up to hit, I really, I felt like God was lifting me up. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it, but like he was just lifting me up and I was just so full of joy. I, I don't know, my heart was just bursting. And when we finished the match... I just broke into tears because I was just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, it was just the Lord's pleasure spilling out all over the place. And for the first time, like, I really understood, you know, like, okay, so I had great stats in that match. And in terms of this world, I deserved praise and I deserved recognition for how well I did in that match. But what was so great at that point, when that match ended, all I wanted to do was offer it back up to God and say, no, I don't care what anyone else is saying or what they want to say. This is your victory, and it is all just for you. And it was so much better and more satisfying to just relish in your pleasure than it would have been to just take on that that momentary praise from other people. But Tracy, you know, we've heard other athletes, even non-Christian athletes, talk about getting in a zone. Um, but you were talking about a Jesus zone. Yeah. And how does one prepare so that every match, no matter what your stats are, mm-hmm. how does an athlete prepare properly so as to experience Jesus' pleasure in every athletic contest, every practice session, every kill, every dig? How does one prepare oneself for that? My preparation, personally, has changed a lot over the years in terms of how I prepare for games. And what I'm seeing the best for me is I take some time. You know, I don't care. You know, I used to be afraid of what my teammates would think, right, when they saw me and how I prepare. But I'm like, I don't care anymore. And I'll just go and I'll sit down on the ground in a corner and I'll put my my head in between my, my hands, my elbows on my knees, and I'll just pray and I'll listen to my music and I'll visualize all at the same time. And it just puts me in a great place for remembering, you know, what it is 
you know, that I want to do. And God, I want to max out my talents for you. I just want to feel your pleasure tonight. And that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's also, in terms of distractions, um, you know, there's stats. Stats are very distracting to me. I mean, they're a good measuring tool, you know, sometimes, um, but a lot of times they can be distracting, especially how much they're put in your face, you know, as a, as a collegiate athlete. So I've come to the place where I'm like, okay, I, I don't look at stats anymore, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I trust my coach, and I, and I ask my middle blocker coach, I'm like, okay, Lee, you know, tell me if there's something I need to know, but otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm not looking at the stats, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and that's been really, really good for me because it just keeps my mind away from things that could take me away from that goal, just maxing out my talent and feeling God's pleasure. Mm-hmm. Trace, that's great stuff, and uh, we just want to encourage you for the upcoming season, your senior year, and want to congratulate you on uh, more than winning a national championship or making an All-American team or traveling abroad with a national volleyball team. I want to say congratulations and thank you for representing the Lord Jesus Christ and being able to articulate that. Well, thanks. Yeah, you bet. It was a pleasure to be on here. All right. Well, God bless you. Our guest today, Tracy Stalls, the great All-American out of the University of Nebraska's volleyball team, our FCA Athlete of the Month. Straight ahead, a word from the president of the FCA, former NFL coach Les Steckel, when sharing the victory continues. In his brand new autobiography, Quiet Strength, Super Bowl forty-one champion coach Tony Dungy explains his principles, practices, and priorities for a winning life. You'll want our special FCA edition of this hardcover book, Quiet Strength, now available for only $19.99, far below all bookstore prices. Order Quiet Strength by calling 1-800-386-0941 or online at fcagear.com. Hi, this is Ron Brown, inviting you to join me next week for Sharing the Victory. Cam Cameron talks about how his family played a major role in his decision to become the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. My children just said, Dad, as long as we're together as a family, he goes, we'll go anywhere in the country with you. I'll also be visiting with my former football mentor, the legendary Tom Osborne. Well, I tried to base whatever I did in coaching on biblical principles. And Herschel Walker delivers an inspiring message all on the next Sharing the Victory. Now back to Sharing the Victory with sports broadcaster and former college football coach, Ron Brown. When you first teach a youngster anything in sports, do you connect it with his faith in Jesus Christ? That's a great thing for you parents to do. For example, when you catch a football, do you make any correlation to catching that football with glorifying the Lord Jesus Christ? Most people don't do that, but there's great ways to do that. Have you ever looked at the point of the football? If you look at it very carefully, you can see the apex of the ball looks like a cross where the seams come together. And that's a great point. If you can teach your little youngster when he or she is catching a football to focus on the point of the ball. It's a great focal point. And remind them that that focal point looks like a cross. And every time they look at the cross, they can be reminded of what Jesus did for them on that cross. It will not only help focus their attention on that small portion of the ball, which helps them focus and catch the ball better, but it gives them the right reason to focus. And that is Jesus Christ. We have to make the parable connections today between sports 
and Christ. And the only way to do that is to take them out in the backyard and instruct them. When a youngster is catching the football, he should be catching it on the run. Here's another great Bible opportunity you have. When he's catching the ball on the run, you can remind him that in 1 Samuel 17, a youngster named David came at Goliath and attacked Goliath. He actually ran to Goliath as he slung the slingshot that nailed Goliath forever. If you can teach our youngsters how to attack their challenges or run and attack the football when the ball's in the air, not only are you helping them become better football players, but you're teaching them the principles of Christ and attacking and moving to challenges rather than running away from them. Football, baseball, basketball, and other sports are great training grounds to teach youngsters how to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. You just got to make the connection. It's time again for Coach's Corner with FCA National President Les Steckel. This week, Coach Steckel is talking about contribution. Not long ago, a major survey was done asking managers and their employees to rank what aspects of their jobs were most important to them. Prior to the survey, the common assumption was that job security, pay, and other benefits would rate the highest. However, the overwhelming top priority and importance to employees was that they felt they were making a contribution. Think about this. Whenever you are given a photo of your team or your work group or extended family, what do you naturally look for first? You look for yourself, don't you? It's okay to admit it. We all do it. I do it. But what does that tell you about ourselves? We are, by nature, self-centered. Everyone fights a daily battle with selfishness. And when we lose that battle and give in to our own desires, which can be a negative effect on our own contribution to our teams, our workplace, our families, and even our relationship with Christ. If we truly desire to make a contribution, we need to check our motivation. Is it about me or about we? At FCA, we talk a lot about influence and impact. In order for us to contribute to advancing the cause of Christ, we have to follow his selfless example. In order to have great victory in our lives, we must totally surrender to the Lord. So what about you? Are you trying to contribute to your own glory or to the glory of the Lord? I challenge you today to make a commitment to lose yourself, and then you will win for Christ. It will clearly lead to the most significant contribution you'll ever make. God bless. You're going to love next week's show. First-year head football coach of the Miami Dolphins, Cam Cameron, will be one of our guests. We're going to take a blast from the past also, and we're going back to a man named Herschel Walker. Remember that name? Former Heisman Trophy winner and NFL star? He'll be with us, along with Tom Osborne, my former boss, the legendary head football coach at the University of Nebraska. And, of course, Coach Les Steckel, our FCA president, with another session of Coach's Corner. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your questions or comments about the show. You can also nominate an outstanding Christian athlete or coach in your area for one of our features. Our phone number is 1-866-STV-5031. That's toll free, 866-STV-5031. Our address is 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. When you write, let us know the call letters of the station you're listening to right now. You can also listen to our program online by going to sharingthevictory.com and clicking on radio. Join us next week for Sharing the Victory 
a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.